The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer, TNA Hall of Famer, and one of the greatest... Tag team wrestlers of all time, Bully Ray and I talk AEW Dynamite from last night, especially Kenny Omega. And will we see a new AEW champion coming out of full gear? Also, we get into Malachi Black's promo and how it can affect the future of AEW. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Kenny Omega going up against Allen Angels. And I kind of compared Hit Bully uh, to George South and Ric Flair back in the day. Here is Ric Flair, your NWA champion, stepping in the ring with George South. And you're thinking, all right, this is going to be a little bit of a glorified squash. And George South has the, the, the match of his career. It actually gives Ric Flair a run for his money. Gains respect. It doesn't hurt Ric Flair at all. Got a little bit of that last night with Kenny Omega and Alan Angels. Alan Angels, not exactly a main event wrestler, but got a little shine being with Kenny. Got a little offense in. Had a good match. Nice uh, eight or nine minute match with Kenny Omega to start off Dynamite. So I thought that was interesting. But what I also thought was interesting was after the match. First of all, Bully, what did you think of the match between Kenny and Alan Angels? It was totally fine. When you look at a match like that, the, the lesson that comes to mind is something that I learned from Jerry Briscoe a long time ago. If you don't make nobody, you didn't beat nobody. Now, do you feel like Kenny Omega made Alan Angels in the body of the match? Um, made is strong. I will say that I'm going to look at Alan Angels a lot differently after that match than I did before. Okay, so I'll look at that as a baby step forward. But mm-hmm. could Kenny Omega, the heel world champion, had give, have given Allen Angels more to make you believe that Allen Angels actually had a chance? Maybe a little bit more. 
Maybe a okay. little bit Fair more. Fair enough. Yeah. And even a, and, but even a little bit more is enough to make you believe. Yes. If I'm, especially as a heel world champion, I, and I know I'm going over, and I have nothing to lose, it is my job to shine my opponent up as much as possible. Now, you don't want to shine them up to the point of it's not believable. Here's Kenny Omega, the AEW World Heavyweight Champion, uh, number one on the PWI 500, yada, yada. You don't want him giving the whole match away where it's almost a reverse squash. But you want to give this guy enough where people actually buy into the false finishes at the end of the match and make you think he's got a shot. I remember a match back in the day. I I wish I could remember it perfectly. I believe it was Triple H versus Taka Michinoku, or it was Funaki, but I believe it was Taka because uh, they were were tagging together at the time. And Hunter worked with, uh, I think it was Taka, um, on Raw. And I'll be damned if 20,000 people at two or three different moments of that match did not think that Taka Michinoku was going to go over. Think it how th- think of that. Uh, imagine you told somebody by the end of this match you're going to truly believe in your heart that Taka will be the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. You'd be like no way, unbelievable, but it's about the story that was told and Hunter's willingness to give Taka a certain amount of shine. If you don't make nobody, you don't beat nobody. So I, I did enjoy it. I don't think it should be a squash match for Kenny because I don't really believe in traditional squash matches anymore. If you're going to do a squash match, you want to do it for a talent like a, let's say a Jade Cargill, okay? Okay. Jade's very new, very green. And what do you want to do? You want to showcase the look? You want to showcase maybe two moves and a finish, and you want to announce to be able to get over how impressive she looks, yeah. uh, her her background, and what 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 she's capable of uh, of a woman of that size. Th- those are what those matches are supposed to accomplish um, in these days. But I thought the match was good because Kenny's exciting to watch and Kenny's going to make it exciting. And Alan Angels knows that he had to step up to the plate and do a great job. So I was fine with it. But what was more interesting is what took place afterwards because Kenny Omega had the chair ready to attack Alan Angels. And immediately, bully, you started hearing the chants of cowboy shit. And then here comes cowboy hangman page out to stop Kenny Omega. And now we got the big match between those two at full gear. So, Bully, let me ask you, is now the time to pull the trigger, not the V-trigger, but pull the trigger on Kenny Omega, and could we possibly see a new AEW champion? And is it the right time to have a new AEW world champion? Uh, I believe it is the right time, but not for me to give you an answer to that question. I believe it's the right time to open up the phone lines and see what AEW fans think about the match between Kenny and Hangman and whether or not they believe it's the right time. Well, 877-344-4893, 877-FIGHT93, because this is very interesting to me 
because you talked about heel champion Kenny Omega. I I think it's still safe to assume when Kenny comes out, the crowd's kind of split. I think you have like the new AEW audience that looks at Kenny Omega as a heel, as they should. But then you also have that hardcore AEW audience that loves Kenny Omega because Kenny Omega is one of the bricks that is the foundation of what we see with AEW Dynamite. I think I think it might be a good time to have Hangman Page. I think it's time to have that babyface champion that could be the face of your show, Dynamite. That's just my opinion. I still think Hangman can be made a little bit more. Uh, What is after Full Gear? And what is AEW's biggest event of the year, i.e. their WrestleMania? Uh, To me, it's probably probably what we saw in Chicago with All Out, or it's double or nothing. Um, Full Gear is obviously taking place in nine days from now. The next pay-per-view... After full gear, I have to take a look to see what the next pay-per-view is after full gear. Because they have the, um, you know, they don't have the monthly pay-per-view for AEW. So I have to look at the AEW schedule. But, um, so you're thinking... Can we agree that AEW fans obviously want to see Hangman win, correct? Yes. The majority? Majority? I would say say yes. But there's still a, a big portion that love Kenny Omega. Do you think that there's room in this storyline for heat that we haven't seen yet? How much heat have we seen put on Hangman Page since he's returned? Heat. That's a good question. I don't know if we've seen a lot of it. I think it's just more of, you know, that he's overcome. Hangman Page has overcome. There was a lot of self-doubt with Hangman Page, and now he's back, and he's trying to capture that AEW championship, the one that he was hoping to get when he went up against Chris Jericho two years ago. Where's Don Callis been? Did not see Don Callis last night. Maybe it's time for Callis to come back and cost Hangman the victory. Keep this story going. Maybe get some good heat on Hangman, thus getting the people even more invested in him. I'd rather see uh, the slow burn with Hangman has worked. For what from day one, he probably is the the most slow and steady wins the race character that they have, personality wrestler in AEW. Even a more slow burn than a Darby or an Orange or an MJF. Do you do it now? Well, here's the first question. If you beat Kenny and Hangman is your champion, mm-hmm. who are you doing it for a short-term championship run or a long-term championship run? I would think it's for a long-term championship run for sure. Okay. Who are your top three heels for Hangman Page? Oof. Kenny. I'll put Miro in there. You got to pro- yeah, I think they're building Miro back up. My point is I I don't necessarily need a hard answer from you Dave, but I, that's the question that Tony has to ask himself. He ha- if he knows that he wants to put the strap on Hangman in 10 days, 9 10 days. 
who is my one, two, three heel for Hangman. Because if you flip-flop that strap, you got to have guys lined up. If it's a short-term title run, don't change up the championship. They're not exactly busting down the doors with the rating. I know they flip-flopped to Saturday for a couple of weeks. Came back last week to Wednesdays. Did about a 940. I personally think that they should be over the million mark consistently every week. They've maxed out at that 135. I think they're in the, they're now in their zone. And I'm not going to say, I'll say it's a good zone, but it's not nearly a great zone. With the amount of firepower that they have in AEW right now, the heavy hitters, the names. I mean, I can make a I can make an argument for last night's show is WWE light. Shitload of former WWE talent on that show last night. Just yeah, I know we got I got we I know we got Darby and I know we got uh MJF in a really great segment, but that whole show is a lot of ex WWE stars. If Hangman is your guy, are people tuning in? Are more people tuning in? We AEW knows that they have their diehards. They're tuning in every week. Are more eyes tuning in to see Hangman Page as your AEW champion? Well, I think I think you you said it best. You have your players, right? You you you've made all these moves. Now you got to build stories. So is Hangman Page? Is it, is it? Do you think it might be more compelling for him to be continuing to chase this championship, or do you say, "Hey, this is our guy. Let's put that championship title on him, and he's going to be the face of our show." Like I think that's the way you have to look at Hangman Page right now. I will say this: obviously, Bully, you said it. I said it as well. Having Jericho as the champion early on was the right decision, though there were a lot of people that thought it should have been Hangman Page. You've built up Hangman Page. Like I said last night, as soon as Kenny Omega picked up that chair, they started chanting cowboy shit. They wanted their hero to come out and stop Kenny Omega. So where is that groundswell? I think what you said is interesting. Does that mean it's right now, or do you build on this? Tommy and I were talking about Hogan yesterday. Hogan comes to the WWF. His third match is the championship match with the Iron Sheik. This is our guy. This is the guy we want to build the company around. Let's put the title on him. Let's throw him out there. There was no story. There was no building of Hulk Hogan on WWF programming. It's like, let's get him in. Let's put the championship title on him. He's our guy. Generational talent. Agreed. Agreed. And 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 we're not at that point with a hangman page. Hangman Page has obviously has been on this show since day one. So you're talking two years of Hangman Page. But it is a compelling discussion if he's the right guy right now or do you continue to build Hangman Page if you don't think it's the right time for him to be the champion right now? I would say to stick with Kenny right now. That's just my own personal opinion. I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say if Tony decides to switch, it's the wrong decision or this or that. Listen, booking is all about feel also. Mm -hmm. There are X's and O's that go with it, but it's also all about feel. 
do I feel it's the right time for a hangman? I'm going to say in nine days, no. I would like to see some, I would like to see Kenny get more heat on hangman or them come up with a way to get more heat on hangman. I'd love to, uh, top of my head, uh, Kenny calls upon his boy, you know, calls upon the elite, and they kill everybody in the Dark Order and leave Hangman standing. Make him watch the entire Dark Order get decimated. Do it old school mafia style. Kill the family, and, and they let you live. Uh, Hangman's ties are to the Dark Order. He has a little bit of a, of a, uh, of a, a camaraderie and a relationship he made the save for angels last night was it more about the save of alan angels or was it more about getting to kenny omega well that's up to us uh the the, the fan to decide a little bit more heat that's what i'd like to see a little bit more build a little bit more of a story it, it just doesn't doesn't feel like the perfect time to pull the trigger on hangman it eventually will be See, before I, I personally believe in a blood feud before a championship. A blood feud a- allows the fan to completely emotionally invest in the character. And once you've maxed out that emotion, then you run that character towards a championship. Because winning a championship is the only thing that a fan can really want to see that character do once they get out of the blood feud. Does that make sense to you? Of course, yeah. Because you have to have that blood, but then you need that, that, that cherry on top, and that cherry on top could be the championship title. So that's what I would do. I would just, and I'm sure there are a bunch of AEW fans who are listening or chiming in on social media going, but Bully, they did this already, or they did this already. Well, since Hangman has come back, I, don't, I need to see my guy knocked down. I want to see him fight from the bottom up. If Hangman becomes champion in nine days, we could find ourselves in a situation like we felt two years ago where is it still too soon? Okay, Hangman's champion in nine days. As an or is Hangman Page as the AEW World Heavyweight Champion bringing any new eyes to the product on a Wednesday night, a Friday night, and is it inspiring any more people to buy tickets to the live event? If the answer is no, you stick with Kenny. I think, you know, and, and, and Bully, I respect your opinion. And you know what? In a lot of ways, I see your opinion and I understand it. I actually think it's the right time for Hangman Page. I'm one of the few people. I love Kenny Omega. I respect him as a wrestler. I think when you talk about what he can do in the ring, there's probably nobody better. To me, Kenny, when you look at mainstream appeal, new eyes to the product, I don't know if Kenny does that. I actually think Hangman Page can do that. And if you put him in the right story, because I think if he wins the title from Kenny Omega in in nine days then he immediately needs that new threat. I, 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 I think whatever that threat is needs to happen immediately, whether it's right after the match or the next Wednesday Dynamite after that show. 
and that's why I brought up the three opponents. I'll, I'll take I'll take the three away. I'll just go down to one, even though one is the wrong answer. You can't mm-hmm. just have one person lined up for a newly crowned babyface world champion. You need at least three. Otherwise, the championship, you're going to burn through that first story, and it's going to be all over with. I agree that if in nine days they decide to have Hangman Page go over on Kenny Omega, let's just, let's just say Miro. I, just because Miro is a easy is, answer is, yeah. is probably a, a good choice. When when uh, Hangman Page raises that championship, Miro should kill him. Or the following Wednesday night on Dynamite, Miro should kill him. You have to get right into it with the biggest, baddest, credible ass kicker of a heel that will bite your face off and that could be Miro I don't want to see a rematch between Hangman and Kenny at that point it'll be done Hangman will have won now let's move on so Agreed. we I def, I'm not going to disagree with your your opinion here too because much like I say it's a feel thing it's a feel thing for fans also I think the fans have been feeling it for a long time with Hangman Page I'm just going to say as an X's and O guy when it comes to traditional booking, I think there's one more step before we p- finally put it on them. Hey everyone, Lindsay Rhodes here. And if you love football, you're going to love my podcast, The NFL Roadshow. With episodes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we cover every NFL angle and talk to guests from across the NFL world, Hall of Famers, analytics nerds. And I say that lovingly as someone who wants to be an analytics nerd very badly. Fantasy football experts, all of it. They're discussions you're not going to find anywhere else. So please, subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. You've been talking about for weeks and weeks here on Busted Open about that AEW needs a threat. The dark cloud. A dark cloud to hang over AEW. Maybe more specifically, Tony Khan. Malachi Black, in his promo, mentioned Tony Khan. He also mentioned Caesar. He also mentioned betrayal and deception. Now, you just threw out about that you have the million-dollar idea. You know what's going to take this company to the next level and possibly sell out every arena in this country if it's done right. When I asked you who that might be, you're not going to give it away. You got to give me a little bit more than that, bully. Absolutely not. I think I give away enough on this show. I think I give some good idea. You know, we have the running joke of they listen. And when we say they listen, we're, we're, we're chuckling. We're laughing with, not at. But we know that they listen. We've seen enough ideas that happen on this show come, you know, come to life on our TV sets. I, I, I have been, uh, I, I know I have personally been plagiarized uh, in, in other companies with some of the things that I have done. And I won't, I won't hold it against anybody for plagiarizing what I've done. I'll take it as a compliment. Yada, yada, whatever. My point is this. I want to ask you a question. Go ahead. Is there anybody within AEW? Malachi Black put it out there last night. So now Malachi Black has to be a part of this. But is there anybody in AEW that truly would have real life heat with Tony Khan? That could spill over into story. 
somebody uh, right now? I don't think that there is. Is there anybody outside of AEW that could have real life heat with Tony Khan that could spill over into story? Yes. You don't have to say any names. Because I'm not going to let you stooge off what I consider a million dollar idea. This story is right in front of them. If you do it with, could you do it with in-house guys? Yeah, maybe. But it has to be real. It can't just be made up. It can't be somebody just going, oh, you know what, Tony Khan? You brought me in and you promised me something and you didn't deliver. Mm. You know what, Tony Khan? I thought I was going to be in the, ah, shut up. Nah, we get that enough in WWE. There has to be a real animosity. There has been real animosity brewing. Whether or not people see it, I don't know. Whether or not people hear it, I don't know. But you got to be foolish to not be able to understand it. And maybe one day they will. And maybe one day if they miss the boat, I'll come on busted open and, and I'll say, here's where the, the, the boat was missed. I am and so I always... intrigued right now. I No, just hear me out. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not going to throw out things because that takes away the fun. Because I think part of the fun is that everybody that's listening to this right now, their 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 heads are spinning, and some people probably definitively think they know the answer, but don't, or people that think they know the answer that actually do. But the fu- thing I find very intriguing about the conversation we're having right now, bully, is if you are a dedicated listener to Busted Open. When I heard Malachi Black say the words that he did last night, I instantly thought of you. It's almost like that was an extension of a conversation that you and I have been having on this show. It's pretty crazy that you have been setting the foundation on this show And it felt like a chapter of that book was written by the promo of Malachi Black last night. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not shocked. I just hope that let's just say for shits and giggles. This idea came because is going to become to fruition because they were listening to the show or an idea, yada, yada. You got to do it the right way. Every I has to be dotted, every T has to be crossed, and every question has to be answered. And the biggest question is why. Why would anybody want to see Tony Khan taken down? Why would anybody want to see AEW go out of business? Why would anybody want to see so many wrestlers affected? Why would anybody want to see Tony Khan affected personally or hurt physically? Hmm. Are there people out there? You're damn right there are. Let's see what happens. Let's see how smart they really think they are. And it's have- right there. It's right there. Now, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying like it's right there. How come they didn't do it last night? I'll give them, I'll give them three months. I think let's three see, months. Let's is- see what they got. Because I think three, uh, uh. it's a fucking no-brainer. And the heat that would be generated by it would be thermonuclear. But what do I know? 
I just talk to you every day. I hope Josh and Gabby are are putting this segment in the banks to be played three months from now as either why not or an I told you so. I, I, I and I don't I don't I don't want to do an I told you so. That's that's not the point. Uh, I, I um No, but I think the I told you so would be a not like a dig. I think it would be like I saw it coming five months ago. And it could really take AEW to another level. Who is one of the most beloved people in AEW? Oh, forget about it. Is Tony Khan one of the most beloved people? Yes, he is. Are there certain people out there that would like to see Tony Khan fall? Oh, of course. Mm, yes, there are. For very real-life reasons. Spill it over. I've seen things with my own eyes in the wrestling industry. I've seen relationships in this business happen in the interest of business that I never thought I would see happen. And right there, five feet away from me, they happened. Let me ask you this, Bully, because you kind of opened up Pandora's box here a little bit. Judging by the calls, we have a lot of them. You're going to probably now... Until this plays out, hopefully, a lot of people guessing and throwing out guesses. The nation can throw it out. You're not showing your hand, correct? I never would. Yeah, you could take you could take thirty phone calls for the rest of the show. If somebody got if somebody got the idea that's in my brain dead on balls accurate, I would admit it. What I'm saying is it's it's right there. Yeah. And it's not it's not a typical idea. It's a different spin on something we've seen happen in the past with people that want to see owners or bookers or whoever in the business taken down. As many people as Tony Khan makes happy, he pisses off. There's no doubt. I mean, that comes with success, right? That comes with changing the landscape. Absolutely. Yeah. And with the way the AEW faithful are, they would rally behind Tony. I'll go as far to say that Tony Khan is the biggest baby face in AEW. Because as as Cody said, he signs the checks, but Cody helped build the house, right? Yep. You could, you could build that house all you want. If Tony don't sign them checks, that bank is useless. Tony goes out there after shows are over, says thank you to the crowd, uh, shows his appreciation yeah. for his fan base, and fans love that. They eat it up. One of the reasons why is they say to themselves, well, Vince McMahon would never do that. Occasionally, Vince comes out, and maybe once every other year addresses the WWE universe and thanks them yada yada
Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producers are Gabby Laspisa and Josh Friedman. Sound designed by Neri Bayon. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM's Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, Steve Cohen and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.